Ken Finnegan is a gang foreman working nights for the LIRR. And back in the spring, he got COVID. He's pretty sure where he got it from. I got it at work. That was at the Ronkonkoma rail yard. And back then, early in the pandemic, he said the precautions taken were limited. At that point, like, were there precautions being taken in the yard, you know, to keep people away from each other or any other safety precautions or anything? Not really. Because it was new then, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Nobody really knew anything. We had one guy that was out. Mm -hmm. That was it. He was out sick. But nobody else in the yard until I think I had it. And there was, I think, a total of eight of us went out. It wasn't clear that the guy had COVID at first. They didn't, he didn't say. He didn't say anything. He was out, this guy. And we texted him. We found out. And uh, I think I think two days later, I went out. So you think you, you, it's your understanding that he had he maybe got was sick from yeah. virus? That maybe he, he yeah he like tested positive. He tested positive. Yeah, he tested positive. I think two days before I went out, he told us he texted me on a Friday night. Wow. That uh, he. Um, he tested positive, and I think that was a Saturday morning I found out because I went to bed, and then I went in Monday. I worked midnight, so in the morning, Monday Monday morning, I says, well, I don't feel well. As right. far as my neck was bothering me, and then I don't usually take off. I'm always there. So I woke up, and it was raining out, and I had a long nap. My wife says, I said, my wife, I'm not going in. She goes, really? I said, yeah, no. I says, I don't feel well. Turns out Finian did indeed have COVID. Because I was out sick for two weeks, I didn't feel well. Wow. I was in the, yeah, I was in in the uh, in the bed for two weeks prior to the hospitalization. Wow! I wasn't wow. feeling well, you know, growing up, and I had a little diarrhea, and I just didn't feel right. I had a little bit of a cold, but it went away. Huh. And it was I felt fine as far as breathing wise, and I was just kept uh, throwing up and going to the bathroom constantly. Yeah. And Sounds then, terrible. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And then the fever was like 100 and... Back then, it wasn't that bad. It was like 103. Wow. And then uh, then it spiked. And then my wife said, listen, I can't do anything more of you. And then she called an ambulance. I'm Mark Chisano, and this is episode 36 of Life Under Coronavirus, Newsday Opinion's oral history of the pandemic. The reason we're going back to tell Ken Finnegan's story from this spring is to show how easy it can be for COVID-19 to spread if full precautions aren't taken. And also, his story shows how hard it is to trace. Finnegan had one of those serious ordeals this spring, talking to doctors who wanted to send him home even though he was sick, not being sure at first that he was even positive. He said his temperature at one point went up to 105. He was sick at the end of March and into April. Around then, the MTA wasn't doing everything it's doing now in terms of protection. Take masks. The authority announced March 27th it would be issuing masks to employees, and distribution began on April 7th, according to a spokeswoman. A little bit earlier than that, the MTA said employees could wear a mask if they wanted. We made it optional for people if you wanted to wear a mask, which was contrary, essential to the guidance we we made it. It was okay to wear one on the 8th of March. Uh, Some chose to do it, some didn't. This is the MTA's chief safety officer, Patrick Warren. He said there was some cleaning taking place as the pandemic was beginning. And then, of course, starting in late February, then March, we just started, you know, sanitizing and and disinfecting 
um, stations and rail cars and crew rooms and offices. And if somebody came up positive or even went home suspecting they're positive, we went in and had a disinfecting crew going in. So, and that continues to this day. But Warren wanted to make clear that the MTA was not the be-all, end-all on this. Workers might have gotten sick out of work at a time when the virus was raging around New York, he said. And furthermore... The MTA is a transportation organization. We are not uh, healthcare uh, outfitted by any stretch of the imagination. So we get all of our um, advice that we um, try to uh, apply in terms of safety or trying to prevent the, any kind of uh, further contamination from healthcare providers uh, such as the CDC or the State Department of Health or the City Department of Health. MTA workers have been hit really hard by the pandemic, with over 130 dead and thousands infected. One of the dead in April was an LIRR employee who Warren said worked at the Ronkakuma headquarters. Between March and April, the MTA says there were a total of nine positive cases at the Ronkakuma rail yard. According to an MTA spokeswoman, that didn't amount to what would be considered a COVID cluster at this site. But Finnegan and others around him certainly got sick. Finnegan is still not exactly sure who gave him the coronavirus. The colleague who got sick worked nearby. He was at me. So you're within like a close proximity to him probably? Yeah, I give him his assignments and stuff. I can't remember how close he was at any time with me. I only saw him the one day, which was weird because he went out sick. You know, he's got, I think he's got Wednesday, Thursday. So he went out on Tuesday, I think. Uh-huh. And you saw and him I work with him on that following, yeah, that Monday, because I work with him Monday, Tuesday, and Fridays. And I, I saw him that Monday, and he was out Tuesday, and I didn't realize we didn't get the confirmation until a week later. He knew of a few of the other people who got sick. There was three of us supervisors in, 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 in our, our, our department that got it. There were opportunities for spread. But we work in this building with other departments. You got track, you got signal, you got electrolysis, you have transportation, you have the conductors coming in and out. It could have been anything, he said. Luckily, he didn't pass it on to his wife. He's really thankful about that. I spoke to an electrician at the yard who didn't want his name used, who said he also got sick during this period. He thought it happened at work. He said, quote, It took a little time for precautions to be enacted broadly, like sanitizing the building and making sure everyone was wearing a mask. Union leader Anthony Simon has made similar critiques about problems with safety practices during the pandemic. Warren, the safety officer, says the MTA is doing more now. It has distributed millions of masks, for one. You have to be wearing a mask. Certain, if you are in the transit system, in other words, on a train, on a platform, somewhere, you have to be wearing a mask. Um, if uh, you know, some some things may, may make you get in a, a confined space with another person because the job requires it, like maybe um, working on a, 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 a rail car that's, you know, have to do some maintenance on it or something. You've got to wear a mask in, the, in those situations. He also talked about temperature screenings, gloves, and chairs taken out of break rooms. Finnegan agrees that precautions are better these days. I, I do. They have the hand sanitizers. They have all kinds of stuff. They're... Um, spraying the trains down every night, sanitizing them as per the governor. Um, We have masks on hand, we have gloves, they have everything. Of course, that all comes with a price. And the MTA is fighting to keep and get more federal funding to pull off tasks like immense cleaning. Not a given.
Finnegan says he's doing better now. Okay. Oh, great. Yeah, really? I lost 30, oh, yeah, I lost 30 pounds. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, and I feel good. I really feel good. But things were different earlier this year. At one point, a nurse in Mather Hospital prayed with him. That's the kind of thing he remembers. It's the kind of memory that makes him want to urge people to take things seriously. All of it. The precautions, the possibility of getting infected. There were moments this summer on Long Island where you could almost convince yourself life was back to normal. But that normality came from lots of people being careful, and therefore avoiding the kind of spurts that happened at the Ronkonkoma Rail Yard and so many other places around New York. The disease isn't any less transferable. It won't be any less dangerous if people start letting up their guard in the coming months. I'll tell you the truth, being this sick, this is, this is no joke. This is the real deal. I've never been this sick before in my life. 